From Schwartz Media, I'm Ange McCormack. This is 7am. Former radio host Alan Jones was once the most influential broadcaster in the country. Now he's been accused of indecent assault by six men who revealed their allegations of abuse, which Jones denies, in reporting by the nine newspapers. This isn't the first time Alan Jones has dealt with a scandal. In fact, his career has been defined by controversy and his reputation is something he's spent decades defending with the support of Australia's elite. Today, Associate Editor of the Saturday paper, Martin Mackenzie Murray, on how the influence of Alan Jones was built and why his career weathered so many scandals. It's Thursday, December 14. Marty, these allegations against Alan Jones were first published in the nine newspapers. Can you explain what's been reported so far? Sure. There's been an investigation by the veteran investigative reporter Kate McClymont at the Sydney Morning Herald about multiple allegations. I think there's now six alleged victims uh, who have made complaints against Alan Jones. And in essence, they're disturbing complaints that he had sexually preyed upon them. Uh, He had grabbed and groped and kissed them without their consent. It's been revealed despite New South Wales Police Commissioner saying that she was unaware of any historic investigations into Alan Jones about sexual impropriety or indecent assault. It's been revealed that in 2017, New South Wales detectives investigated a complaint against Alan Jones when he was 75 and the alleged victim was much, much younger. Currently, through his lawyers, Alan Jones vehemently denies any of these allegations as they're completely unfounded and can be proven to be demonstrably false. Defamation action has been threatened, but at the moment that we speak, those proceedings have not begun. The 82-year-old has denied the allegations uncovered in an investigation by the Sydney Morning Herald and Age newspapers. His lawyers indicating he'll take legal action. Alan Jones has enjoyed for decades now rather prominent and effusive admirers. That effusiveness is somewhat muted at the moment. His former employer, 2GB Radio, was put into a, an interesting position, I guess, um, where they needed to acknowledge this. And you may have just heard Amy mention at the top of the news, there is a story that is published in the Sydney Morning Herald today concerning the former 2GB breakfast host, Alan Jones. The broadcaster, Ben Fordham, who in fact had replaced Alan Jones, made reference to it, pointed out, understandably, justifiably, the bedrock principle of the presumption of innocence. The law firm Mark O'Brien Legal said in a statement, our client denies ever having indecently assaulted the persons referred to in your letter. Another prominent 2GB broadcaster, Ray Hadley, He also addressed the allegations on air and said that one of the six men who have made these allegations to Kate McClymont had in fact made the same allegations to him privately some years ago. He told me at the start of our conversation that what he was alleging had never been shared with anyone except for me on that day. He asked for my complete assurance that I would not share the story with anyone unless he expressly gave me permission. The young man 
had asked Ray Hadley to be quiet about this and, and Hadley had honoured that, but at this point was now saying that, yes, he had heard these allegations himself from the complainant himself and that he found this man to be very credible. In the next 40 minutes, I sat silently as he went through the allegations documented in today's story, interrupted only by his tears as he tried to compose himself. It was a very emotional conversation for both of us. Elsewhere, a prominent kind of friend and admirer of Alan Jones is James Packer, and he's been effusive in his praise over decades. Packer had sought, in, in some of the bleakest moments of his life, had sought the counsel of Alan Jones and had received certain kindnesses. And Packer remains effusively praiseful and, and loyal to Jones. That continued this week. But elsewhere, support seems kind of a little bit more muted. And Marty, so when Alan Jones was on air at 2GB, he was really ruling the airwaves. How did he rise to that level of success? And what kind of reputation did he cultivate for himself there? I think this is indisputable, though it was disputed by those who didn't much like Alan Jones, that he was immensely powerful. Australia's number one, Alan Jones, right across Australia. Oh, what about that? Don't know how to put their socks on in the morning, <laughs> laughing, Joe. That was some years ago, remember? Look, I've written in today's Daily Telegraph in Sydney. We... Um, he exercised quite extraordinary political and cultural influence as a breakfast talkback host on 2UE and then later 2GB. For almost 30 years, it's been the way most Sydney radio listeners wake up, listening to the Alan Jones radio show. He's been a steady voice through the reigns of seven Prime Ministers, ten New South Wales Premiers, and he's won an incredible 205 radio surveys. Parallel to that influence and that political patronage was an argument that, or a disbelief in Jones's power, the suggestion that it was somehow illusory or fragile. Um, and it reminded me of that old Simpsons episode. I think it was a Halloween special where America's corporate mascots come monstrously to life and rampage through Springfield until Lisa hits upon the idea that if we deny them our attention, they will die. To stop those monsters, one, two, three, here's a fresh new way that's trouble-free. It's got Paul Anker's guarantee. Guarantee void in Tennessee. Just don't look, just don't look. And in fact, they do. They diminish in power and collapse. It worked! They're all dead! Well, except for Chubsy-Ubsy over there. And that was sort of said about Alan Jones, but it, that seemed obtuse. It seemed like people wishing that he wasn't as powerful as he was when, in fact, he was. And there's certain power in a democracy that is enjoyed for only as long as people think you're worthy of enjoying it. And the truth with Alan Jones is that he was immensely popular for a long time and subsequently was immensely powerful. Part of that prestige and that popularity hinged upon the cultivation of him being a man of the people, a prince for the battler, a man who would extricate people from beneath the thumb of petty bureaucrats and tyrannical governments from the oppression of political correctness, later referred to as woke. And he presented himself and was accepted as a man of courage and principle, and importantly, action. 
a man of action in heroic contrast to petty bureaucrats and those cowardly careerists. After the break, how Alan Jones handled countless scandals across a controversial career. The Every Moment Matters campaign provides accurate, evidence-based information and advice about alcohol, pregnancy and breastfeeding. It has been created by the Foundation for Alcohol Research and Education and endorsed and funded by the Australian Government. Alcohol use during pregnancy can lead to Fetal Alcohol Spectrum Disorder, or FASD, a lifelong disability. So make the moment you start trying the moment to stop drinking. Visit everymomentmatters.org.au to find out more. As a a. 7am listener, you know how important it is to stay informed, even throughout the summer. In addition to this podcast, Schwartz Media is publishing several free newsletters to keep you up to date in the world of news, politics, food and arts this summer. Subscribe to all our newsletters for free at thesaturdaypaper.com.au slash newsletters. So Marty, Alan Jones was once one of the most influential broadcasters in Australia, but his career was marked by controversies. Can you tell me a bit more about those and how he tended to navigate them? We could probably dedicate an entire episode to the scandals of Alan Jones. They're extraordinary. And additionally extraordinary is his ability to have survived them. A major one was the cash for comment scandal. Um, And this from the man who once said that money is worth nothing if your integrity is suspected. He had said that, but he had also sold his opinions for millions of dollars to major corporations, casinos, banks, telcos. He was censured for this by broadcasting authorities, but it didn't much seem to matter. There were long suspicions of his misogyny. This lightweight... New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern is challenging Scott Morrison over climate change. Now, I hope Scott Morrison gets tough here with a few backhanders. Hasn't got a clue, this woman. If you speak to admirers and friends of Alan Jones, there's a virtue that they keep coming back to, which is intense loyalty. But it went both ways. He could be intensely loyal, but he could also be intensely vindictive. And I think part of this sort of scandalous reign was this knowledge of his capacity for spite and vindictiveness, his capacity to pursue vendettas um, quite ruthlessly. And throughout all of this, you know, contrition doesn't come easily to Alan Jones. He's defiant. Um, and if he's ever apologised, it's, it's because he's been forced to. We could go on all day about the scandals of Alan Jones, but a very significant and more recent one was him costing his employers nearly $4 million in defamation payouts to the Toowoomba-based Wagner family. Radio broadcaster Alan Jones and two radio stations have been ordered to pay a prominent Queensland family $3.7 million for defamatory comments made on air. He had insistently and erroneously accused this family of manslaughter, mass manslaughter, that this family was responsible for the deaths of 12 people in the 2011 Grantham floods after a wall on a quarry that they owned had collapsed. The judge said that he was vicious and spiteful in prosecuting his erroneous and defamatory arguments against the Wagner family, and he did it repeatedly. 
The defamation payout is believed to be an Australian record, eclipsing the damages awarded to actress Rebel Wilson. I mean, I, I don't even know if I've touched all of the scandals yet, though. And Marty, despite all of those scandals that we're talking about, when he finally left 2GB, Alan Jones said it was for health reasons, but others reported that it was a forced resignation. Why did he leave 2GB? Yeah, he invoked health reasons. The most substantial reason was that he was costing them an enormous amount of money. So not only was there the near $4 million um, defamation payout, but sponsors were withdrawing as well after a series of intemperate remarks. After 35 years of broadcasting, Alan Jones has switched off the microphone and ended his remarkable radio career. Today, as he said goodbye, there were tears and messages of congratulations from some old friends. And there was this kind of march of political and cultural celebrities coming in to offer their best wishes. Several former prime ministers You've always spoken your mind <laughs> to everybody, including mm. me, over the years. And we've had one or two uh, disagreements, but uh, you've always done the right thing by your country, and we're very proud of that. Thank you so much, Scott. Much appreciated. Tony Abbott was one. Mark Latham's just walked in the door. <laughs> and Tony Abbott, my God, how wonderful. They brought some grog with them. Just let me finish. Future Prime Minister at the time, Anthony Albanese. As you know, Alan, we have political differences, but on a personal level, you're someone I respect and I, I hope that that's mutual. Russell Crowe was another one. I heard that you have decided to um, hang up the microphone. I couldn't let the opportunity go by without calling you and telling you that that's an incredible career that you've established. Confusingly, the pop star Cliff Richard was another. He's a lovely human being. He's on the line. Cliff, good morning. Good morning. Thank you very much for that fantastic introduction. I can't wait to meet me. <laughs> and there are all these kind of rhetorical bouquets about the power and influence and principle of the man Alan Jones. Until the very end, he was enjoying the best wishes of some of the most powerful people in the country. So that's it from me. Together in spirit always, but for now, goodbye. And then there was a, a quick succession of losses. So he leaves 2GB. He then also loses his uh, Daily Telegraph column. And because of pretty poor ratings, which seems to be the only thing that could have ever killed Alan Jones's career, is poor ratings, nothing else, none of, the, none of the rest, his show on Sky News was also dropped. Remember, you can still find me on my Facebook page. I ain't going away. You search Alan Jones Australia. So stay with me and I'll still be with you. Just search Alan Jones Australia. So good night and good health. And so all that happened, that lost 2GB, the column, um, and Sky News show. Uh, he lost all three within a couple of years. As we've been talking about, Marty, Alan Jones has, has fought hard to cultivate and to protect his public persona, and it does look like he's going to do that again with threats to take nine newspapers to court. But setting aside these specific recent allegations, what does this instinct of his, you know, to go on the offensive and defeat his critics tell us about Alan Jones, the man, and how he convinced so many listeners to loyally follow him for years? Yeah, the, the denials, which obviously he's entitled to, 
are kind of characteristic in, in this manner. They are pugnacious. These are vehement denials. But more than that, he attributes the reporting to jealousy and resentment, to great unprofessionalism in Cape McClymont and, and elsewhere. And so we'll see what happens now. Obviously, defamation proceedings have been threatened, but they, at the time that we're speaking, um, haven't been instigated yet. Marty, thanks so much for your time. Thank you. As a a 7am listener, you value the story behind the headlines. That's why you should read Post, a free daily newsletter bringing you the top five news stories of the day, summarising each of their key points. Sign up at thesaturdaypaper.com.au slash newsletters. Also in the news today, Anthony Albanese has co-signed a letter along with Canada and New Zealand's Prime Ministers calling for the resumption of a pause in the fighting between Israel and Hamas and, quote, urgent international efforts towards a sustainable ceasefire. The statement added that the price of defeating Hamas cannot be the continuous suffering of all Palestinian civilians. Shortly after the release of the statement, Australia voted in support of a ceasefire at the UN General Assembly. And thousands of homes in northern Queensland were without power yesterday due to outages caused by tropical cyclone Jasper. The cyclone also sparked flood warnings in parts of the state, as well as heavy rainfall, which is predicted to continue today. I'm Ange McCormack. This is 7am. We'll be back again tomorrow. Tomorrow.